0: Work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. We'll take it from here.
1: Who the hell are you? INS Division Six. There is no Division
2: Six. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. You're all here because you're the best of the best, and we're looking for one of you. Hey, what's up? I want to get some coffee. You want some coffee? No, thank you. I'm fine. Right on, <laughs> You guys get along all right? <laughs> all right. I'm in. From now on, you will have no identifying marks of any kind. You are no longer part of the system. We are the men in black.
1: You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good.
2: Series 4 deatomizer. Now that's what I'm talking about. Noisy cricket. I feel like I'm gonna break this damn thing
0: better. Dad, we have a bug.
2: Unlimited technology from the whole universe, and we cruise around in a Ford POS.
1: Fasten your seatbelt. See, now we got to work on your people skills.
0: Columbia Pictures and Amblin Entertainment present...
1: I knew it. This is an alien, and you guys are from some government agency trying to keep it under wraps.
0: Tommy Lee Jones. I'm
1: going to count to three. He'll do it, Jeeves. One. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. Two. He's always crazy.
0: Why don't you get a massage or take a cream? Three. Three. Do you have any idea how much that stings? Will Smith. What the hell are you? Your world's going to end. In a new film from the director of The Adams Family and Get Shorty. Men in black, protecting the earth from the scum of the universe. You know how to use these things? No idea whatsoever.
1: Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the Michaud Mission. Two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. My name is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. And as always, I am joined by my partner. Hey, hey, this is Vincent Williams. Thank you, Blurred City Con for welcoming us to this uh, great venture, this great venue here at St. Francis College. I know. It's beautiful. It, it actually absolutely is. Right here in the heart of Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. Yay! We just got more fun because y'all got the, I'm telling you right now, the most exciting basketball player in the NBA now plays in Brooklyn, Kyrie Irving. Yay. Oh, that's right. You know nothing about
0: basketball. I'm I'm just letting you get through it. Just, you know, talk yours. Yes, sports, which are very exciting. They are. We're excited for our team, and we don't like the other team.
1: And we're here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, give you our review of a very special film. It is from 1997. It stars Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. It is Men in Black. Yes. Great piece of sci-fi from the 90s, but it was not our choice to bring this film to review here to Blurred City Con. No, it was the choice of our very special guest. Yes, sir. He is, you may know him. He's had uh, roles on The Wire. Yes. But you might know him most from Hulu's marvels the runaways oh yeah oh yeah where he plays the character of jeffrey wilder yes who is easily the largest man on hulu <laughs> but he is a delight in person put your hands together for ryan sands ladies and gentlemen
0: Ryan will drop
1: in the theme music <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at ryan i know
2: you Oh my God! Oh, oh man! It is an honor and a pleasure to be here with
1: you, brothers, oh, today. Thank you for coming out. Man, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Wow, you you you're, you're tall in a chair, Jesus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us a bit about Marvel, Hulu's Marvel's Runaway.
1: Is that the proper way to say? it? Is it supposed to say? Are you supposed to get the Hulu's in there?
2: No, uh, I mean it. It, it doesn't hurt. Um I guess the the technical name of the show is Marvel's Runaways. Okay. Um yeah, yeah, so we're we're shooting our um we're in the middle of shooting our third season right now. Mm-hmm. And um man, congrats it's going in. Thank that. you. Thank yeah, you. Congrats um, on that. It's going in some wild places. If if uh you've been along for the ride, I promise you you cannot predict where season 3 is uh is is taking you. But um yeah, man, it's it's been I mean, I'm, I've been I've been that comic book nerd from the time I can remember, you know, I just grew up watching cartoons and and, and reading comic books and drawing everything I saw and so to to be able to, you know, go to work and, and play a character from a Marvel comic book, man, you know, I'm, I'm Man, I'm having a ball.
1: That must be crazy to, to go to work to, like you say, draw, uh, perform a character that's in a comic book. Yeah. But you were talking about how when you first found out about this role to actually then go and pick up the comic book and see, it was almost like you were in the comic book.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Once I, I realized that I was auditioning for um, a Runaways adaptation... Um, I honestly, like, I wasn't up on Runaways when it came out, um, around 2000, uh, when it came out in the early 2000s, that was probably, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it might have been prime starving artist mode, where, you know. It oh, about, yeah. <laughs> I knew but, those guys, know those like, Comics ain't cheap. Let me see, uh, ground beef or comic book. So, you know, I had to make a decision. Oh, you had ground beef. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had so, spam sandwiches. No, it was probably so. ground of turkey, to be real with you. But, um... <laughs> But yeah, you know, so I, I was familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm like, I knew of it. I kind of knew the breakdown of the character. So yeah. uh, once I realized that the, um, that's what I, was, I would be auditioning for, I went to my, um, grabbed the iPad right away, pulled up the app. And within a couple of swipes, I saw Jeffrey Wilder. And, you know, big black ball with a beard. Like, I, I can do that. I can, without even trying right now, I can do that. He's like, that's me. So, you know, that was, that actually, um, you know, it was like, I I got nervous because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I fit that profile so perfectly. Right. It's this Marvel thing, you know, it's a a comic book related property that's right in my wheelhouse. I've been wanting something like that for so bad, so, for so long. So it was basically like, bro, don't mess this up.
0: Now, for people who are unfamiliar, what's sort of the elevator pitch mm. of, of The Runaways? Yeah.
2: OK, so The Runaways, so, all right, I can, let me see, I can distill this pretty quickly, I, I hope. Um, so every every year, a group of rich um, uh, people get together and they they meet about their philanthropic endeavors they they tagged the, it they bring the kids along and the kids all just just go hang out congregate together one night they got bored and they wanted to check up and see what their parents were doing mm. and then they saw their parents sacrifice a teenager kill a teenager and so from that moment on the kids are you know they band together to try to figure out what have our parents been up to what you know who are they turns out the parents are a group of villains And the kids, yeah, you know, uh, some with powers. And in the comics, you know, you have a set of mutants, you have a set of time travelers, um, um, and the kids then start to discover that they have some of them have certain powers and abilities. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a parents versus the kids kind of thing. Oh. And uh, so the, the the show has stayed pretty pretty close to the source material, and in, in I guess you know in in the feel and and in that parents versus the kids kind of thing. But it's definitely been updated and um, you know changed a
1: bit, a little little more nuanced mm-hmm.
0: in, in a
2: lot of
1: ways.
0: Yeah, so, definitely.
1: Yeah. Now you said you were a geek from from growing up. You was a comic book kid growing up. Yeah, man. Were you were you an X Men kid? A lot of people are X Men kids.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, way before that, like I was. Staying up all night as a kid, so I could catch the Spider-Man. You know, uh, what what 67? Like yeah, the, yeah, The reruns yeah. in the morning, okay. and, and you know, back then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick a side. You know what I mean? Like so I, didn't I was watching like DC Marvel. Nah, or I thought like that. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I couldn't understand that because like I was watching Spider Man and His Amazing Friends and The Super Friends. You know what I mean? Like I was right. taking it
1: all in. Yeah, but if you're watching Spider Man and His Amazing Friends and you're watching The Super Friends, you could definitely see a difference, dog. I oh, mean, you like, can absolutely. Amazing see Friends was kind of dope. Yeah. But super Friends was like. I
2: Wong. mean, it's like you know, it's just like it's it's like you you <laughs> still you eating right, but you're just eating a different dish. Okay, all you right, know? I feel you. It's I feel a you different right. dish but um no nah, like Spider-Man and his amazing friends is probably my all time favorite you know cartoon from back back in the day um but and, and it's funny because like in season one of runaway's um <laughs> the, the there's a reveal like in, into the the parents' like little um the secret history. layer mm-hmm. right. and like they there's a switch of some uh some coasters and then a bookcase slides <laughs> yeah, over yeah, and, right, that's and true. <laughs> And I leaned over and told the director, yeah, it's like Spider-Man is his amazing friends when he pulls the trophy. <laughs> and he looked at me, he started laughing. He's like, yeah, exactly. And then he said, oh,
1: wow, that's sad.
2: That is so sad. That's sad, like,
1: sad. <laughs> yeah. Like, we but, connecting on that. But. Yeah, man, it is, it is what it is. Right. But it's real. It is right. it is. Yeah. And so, but now you got to put a statue in there. Now you got to just once. Bro, I would love that. I always always wondered, like, when they did that, what happened to the, the house up, uh, downstairs, though?
2: And then apparently it was, like, real silent or Aunt May couldn't hear so great. Well, I May was suspect, yeah. man, you know. She was about 99 on that show. She was 99 it when... It seems like there were some
0: elder abuse issues right <laughs> in the background. Just, like someone, just, should in. someone should have stepped in. Someone would
2: take the dog and just right. you know, walk to Miss Lyon. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know That's the dog's
0: true. name. Yes. You do remember the... Yes, I was, you just I was, spit even won't say anything. I was uh, We
1: were going to let you just be that nerd. But nah, cool, you know, just,
0: I was like, wow, Ron's a little nerd. It just right came
2: now. out so easily. <laughs> it did. Yeah, it okay. was right. It's right back right. there, man. Yeah, yeah. Kyrie Irving.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. KD. The sports ball. Yeah,
1: trying to get cool yeah. again. All right, so before we get into our review of of uh, Men in Black, here, we definitely want to get into that. Right. The one thing I want to ask you, though, yes, sir, because it's been on my mind. Oh, like because. We found you because you started following us on, like, uh, social media and stuff, but how did you find us? Because I
0: just always like to hear that story. That's, well, that's your question? Well, I guess <laughs> I asked him, did he meet in Nicanoni Rose?
2: Nah. Do you know what Nicanoni Rose? I do not. He doesn't. <laughs> I do not. You, you disappointed? I, disappointment is such a strong word. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have no no stories to tell you or nothing. I can't pass on. Anybody. I just assumed all of Black Hollywood, like, got together and, like, played spades and Nah. Like ribs nah. And... If I you know, if they play Uno, I can get down, but I'm not oh. the best the yeah. world. Okay. Um, so, Shalom. I am an avid podcast listener. Really. You know, when I'm when I'm in LA, I'm in traffic, I'm listening to podcasts. When I'm here in, in New York, I'm on the subway, I'm listening to podcasts. Okay. And I can't remember what I was specifically looking for. I was I was just through something in the in the search. Field and was trying to find a, um, a review of something, and I stumbled across the Michelle Missions podcast. And as I was just swiping through, I already told you how I get down. I'm a big nerd, and I saw right. y'all had a binge lounge. Oh yes, right, right. <laughs> About and it was it was was it was it Saturday morning cartoons or was it 70s
1: cartoons? I don't remember exactly what it. it what I it think was. it may have been like 70s cartoons right. okay. or something like that.
2: So when I listened to that. And I and what became like apparent right away like I would have been like they would have been my boys <laughs> like, <laughs> like if we 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 grew up together like we would have had a we would have had a blast so um but I'm also uh, a lover of of film um and Star Wars is what kind of lit that switch for me as a little tiny kid oh really like, mm-hmm. once I saw that I knew that's what I wanted to be like. I don't know if it, a Jedi? First, yeah. At first, it was a Jedi. And then it's like, okay, I can't really do that. So maybe I'll be an actor, right? Okay, um, <laughs> okay. But, okay. But that's, so I can that's act what, like a yeah, Jedi. You know, that's what lit you know lit that flame. Mm-hmm. But you know, it 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 kind of died. I I kind of I ain't gonna lie. I lost confidence in that. Um, nobody shut me down. I kind of shut myself down. I didn't think it was really likely that a kid growing up in D.C. could do that for whatever reason. I guess mm-hmm. no, D.C. my my. Reality, You know, I saw people in the military, people in government. And so I thought that's probably what I was going to end up doing. Okay. And, um, you know, I chased the basketball around a lot, you know, in high school and college. But 90, funny, 97 is what was when I saw Love Jones. Oh. And Love Jones was that slap in the face like, man, you've been daydreaming about this all this time. What are you going to do? So, yeah, that. Just and and so Love Jones being as important to me as it was, you know, just that that explosion in the that, that came there, um, after like, yeah, um, you know, the the best man was probably the next one that was like, mm-hmm. okay, now push harder, you mm-hmm. know, but but just um, all of those movies, I have so much so much love and, and respect for for that wave of movies and and you know, things that have come since, and so I when I saw that, y'all were just breaking down every black film. I knew I wanted to go along for the ride. So.
1: that's cool that you you mentioned Love Jones because Love Jones, in and of itself, just because of its story and its setting, yeah. sparked so much creativity or or rejuvenation of creativity yeah. in the black, um, in the black world and in poetry and right, music. Right. All of a sudden, you know, you know, the lounges started popping up. You know what I mean? And and the music took on That was kind of like in the 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 birth or rebirth if you want of like neo soul right you know right. and to hear that that also like reignited your acting flame that's
0: real cool man yeah, well it was real it cool. was
2: really special because although it was so chicago right right it reminded me of the life that i kind of it reminded me of u street in dc oh yeah you yeah. know and and so it was like and and because i'm creative Type of dude, you know. I had creative friends, so I'm looking at Love Jones. I'm looking at the writer. I'm looking at the photographer, yeah. and you know, the conversations, the music. Mm-hmm. It was like it was it was something familiar, but it was also something so, um, what's the word I want to use? Like groundbreaking in terms of those type of people being um, um, showcased. Oh yeah, on mm-hmm. a film in that yeah. way. Yeah. So yeah, that that was the one that that just like. I was at I was a student at Shaw University, and and I called my mother after I saw Love Jones. Was like, ma, look, (laughs) you know, I'm I'm
1: not happy. What were you going to school for at that time?
2: Well, I was going (laughs) to school for I was. So I was a art, I've been an art major, right? My whole All right, you right, 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 you yeah. noticed. An yeah, and but Shaw didn't have an art program, so I went to Shaw knowing that I could take classes at North Carolina State, which is right next door. Right. But when I, you know, took all the classes I needed to take and then when I finally went over to NC State, they were like, "Yeah, you could take these classes." And it was basically classes I'd already taken. Wow. So it it was just right at a time that I was really frustrated and kind of, you know, Basketball just was not fun anymore. I couldn't stay healthy, kept you know, injuries and, and ineligibility from the way I transferred and everything. And it was just like this time when I was frustrated and trying to figure that next step out. And when I saw the movie, it was just like, boom, that's what, it's time for me to stop daydreaming about this thing, because I was always daydreaming about it. Um, so it was like, stop daydreaming, put some actions behind it and make it happen.
0: There you go. That's fantastic.
1: Going back to 1997, that was also the release of the movie that we are here to review, Men in Black, starring Will Smith.
0: That was a magnificent segue.
2: You took the words right out of That
0: was bottom. amazing. <laughs>
2: that
1: was a master class of segueing Look at right that. There. Thank you. It's even better when people point it out. <laughs> um, I just want people to appreciate the craft.
2: Wow. That, that's a gift.
1: Every Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> right here. Um, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, and director Barry Sonnenfeld's adaptation of they they marketed it as a Marvel comic book, Men in yeah, Black, I saw that. but it was originally an independent comic I was about book. And, Is that um, Aerosol? It was yeah. Aerosol, Aerosol? That, which well, Malibu, Malibu purchased, and then Malibu mm-hmm. got purchased by Marvel, and right, you know, yada yada. yada. But either, either way, right. So Thanos didn't send the roaches? No. He didn't. Okay. <laughs> right. Just, no, okay. he did not send the roaches. All right. All right. He did not send the roaches for this movie about, for those who don't know, Men in Black is about a organization, a top secret organization that is put together here, housed in, in Brooklyn. They're actually, their headquarters is in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, that they actually monitor all the alien life that comes here and lives secretly, secretively here on Earth. And it wouldn't be a movie if things didn't run amok, go a bit crazy. And lo and behold, hijinks ensue uh, in this monster movie from 1997. It was the third highest grossing movie mm. of 1997, grossing over 500 million dollars. Right. worldwide, which, which at that time is a huge haul. This was the day before Marvel Comics and the billion-dollar everythings. Right. Right. So, um, so like, we like to start with yeah. everybody. Ryan, you, you suggested that we do Men in Black. You know, what say you of this film?
2: Okay, so, um, like, most people uh, I went, rushed to the movies to see it. You know, Will Smith was... You know, he's close to my age. You know, right. this was... I was rocking with him from Parents Don't Understand, you know, and, okay. and Fresh yeah. Prince, and, and so he'd already... We'd seen Bad Boys, mm-hmm. and Independence Day, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. So
2: it was like, you know, I'm I'm there. You know, this is... He's young, and and, and he's blowing up, and... Um, and he's and, the guy. He's, yeah. the, he's,
1: he's, the, he's the man of the moment right. at that time.
2: And, you know, because of, of my nerdish proclivities um (laughs) we talking aliens and and you know gadgets and stuff that i could see from the trailer so i was there and um didn't know what to expect wasn't familiar with the comic property at all but it was just will smith and, and and aliens and man i i really i loved it i loved loved the film uh for whatever reason i hadn't seen it like in totality until like rewatching it to to prep for for the podcast, and it was a a very I was so happy to see that I still love it.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was about to say what what are your what are your views on it in two thousand nineteen after the phenomenon? You know, we've had three sequels yeah. to it. It's the
2: my first takeaway was like I said my the reason why I was like on board as much before I saw it was Will Smith, right? Okay. And the way that Will is positioned, like, that's our point of view character. We're Mm -hmm. experiencing all of this stuff, all of this craziness, right along with Will. Right. But revisiting it, I was, like, couldn't take my eyes off of Tommy Lee Jones. Yipper! Oh, yeah. And it was, like, his, like, the timing, the delivery. You know, I I was hanging on his every word. So it was was just cool, like, now that... um, And also... I wasn't back then. I wasn't really paying attention too much to. I knew if something looked cool or not. Like that was about the extent. But yeah. now mm-hmm. I can really appreciate the production design. Right. Yes. Um uh, yes. Which was just bananas. I can appreciate the cinematography, mm-hmm. the way the camera moved. Um, you know, just and looking like the the who's who of people behind the film, like you know Danny Elfman. Yeah. And. and, mm-hmm. and, and um, you know, Steven Spielberg's name up there, like that stuff meant something revisiting it. Rick Baker. Yeah, Rick, exactly.
1: Yeah. Rick yeah. Baker. Exactly. Rick Baker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the magic of practical effects. Remember those when that was the thing.
0: Oh right? yeah. 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 What about you, Vince? What about you with uh... You know, I think the first thing that I noticed before I even start watching it, this film is only an hour and 37 minutes. Thank you. That's the first thing I noticed. It is lean. Yeah. It's it tight. Is, there is no fat. On right. this film and I think that says something about the confidence of the script and the director that you have this fictive world that you have to have a certain amount of world building because as you said in 1990 this isn't like spider-man mm-hmm. where right. you know you can assume the audience comes in with this knowledge like mm-hmm. you have to build this world you yeah. have to have a plot you have to have character all of it and I guess you know I joked a second ago, but it's it's the truth. I do I admire craft mm-hmm. you know? and I admire the craft of the construction of the film. Right. You know, first of all. I think Tommy Lee Jones is amazing. I also think Tommy Lee Jones is amazingly generous. Okay. Okay. B- because it is the Will Smith show. And and much like looking at it today. After all of it, those, you know, those two or three early Will Smith movies, you completely understand mm. why he becomes Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the charisma, the charm, right. all of it. Um, the, you know, there's a bit of physical comedy. I forgot how much physical comedy mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. is with him. So that I guess what what I came away with it, came away with today mostly was, again, just admiration for how well it was put together and how well it holds up, along with the cinematography, along, you know, the script. You know, I just mentioned Rick Baker, and you talked about the practical effects. Mm-hmm. Like, all of it, it didn't look like anything right. no. that had come before.
1: What I liked about it is that, like, the director, Barry Seinefeld, he's known, if you know, like, his, his filmography, is, like, he's known about you talk about world building and, and setting a tone with his films. He did it with the Adams, Adams family, family movies, yeah. and he also did it with one of my favorite movies uh, of all time, Get Shorty. Right. They mm-hmm. all have a, a, a set tone, a, 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 um, you, a, a world that you feel is already lived in, and you're like just catching a moment in time there, you know what I mean? And that's what I loved about this movie, when you drop in, you know uh, you drop in on a case already happening you know Mm -hmm. Uh, first of all you 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 follow this fly or just flying in the air you know what i mean and i i just think that's real real cool but the tone of it is it's it's so arched because it is sci-fi you know but it's still kind of grounded because it is in new york and you know as much as you know i don't think you know, you always talk about new, uh, places being a character mm-hmm. in in a film. I don't think New York becomes a character in this film, but the New York that is in this film feel, feels like a comic book. You know, it feel I, I can literally like see like panel lines all, all over the place, and that's what I that's what I really liked about it. And you know, you hype up Tommy Lee Jones. I'm a I'm a Tommy Lee Jones guy. Tommy yeah. Lee Jones is one of those people, one of the few people who, if I see their name. His name on a movie. I'm like, okay, I'm. I might check out that movie. I don't yeah. do that for a whole lot of people, right? right. Um, because I, I've been known to be a hater. But uh, no. but no, the, you. You, you have a discerning taste. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. It's I'm discerning. I'm yeah. discerning, ladies and gentlemen. Write that down. Um, but so watching Tommy Lee Jones and just watch him, just be funny with. By doing very little. Right. You know, just honestly just being the straight man, just just like making a, you know, and he and he and he he just sells a joke. And Will Smith, to me, this is like prime time Will Smith. This is like like right in his wheelhouse, right when he is um, not only blowing up, but I think this may be close to the apex of, of, of the Will Smith era. Um and he is in total control of everything that he's doing you right. know um he he sells the jokes he sells the physical comedy when he has to feel like a little uh, uh a little nervous about something he shows it when he's trying to be a little cool he shows it he has good chemistry with Tommy Lee Jones he even has good chemistry with Linda Fiorentino right. in this movie as yeah. well and and that's hard to do because I think she may be the one weak link in the movie myself. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything else in this movie like like is just gangbusters. But who doesn't get the love that they deserve from this film is Vincent D'Onofrio. Man, Here it is. He's
2: he the real MVP. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is a beast. I just it, read that he put braces on his legs. Yes. To keep his knees from bending, so he could he could get that that crazy walk that he yeah, was doing, oh, yeah. to and, and did something to his feet. But yeah, he I did something mean, to his
0: feet. He had a weird voice. Yeah,
2: just the, the way every the movements of the arms. So even when he was like trying to play it off, he walked down the street and tried to like um, you know straighten up a little bit right. when somebody was walking by, and it was just so weird and and awkward. And I mean, yeah, he 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 definitely stole every scene that, that he was in. I mean, and, and you, I forgot how much of a jerk he was.
1: Yes, right, yes, nailed. in the beginning yeah, of
2: the movie. Yeah, yeah. You don't
0: feel that bad.
2: I completely forgot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then he got dealt with so quick, and when he comes in asking for the sugar, and I mean, <laughs> he, he, was, he was just so fun to watch.
0: Yeah. I think it's also a great use of tone, mm-hmm. because it's funny. Yes, but there is also that body horror Yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. Yeah, because when he pulls
1: like tightens his right. skin, <laughs> right. Right, I'm oh, Yeah, yeah and I and look, look painful. Every time you see
2: him, he's just like the the skin is starting to decompose a little bit. Yeah, right. so he's just oh, every yeah. scene he looks a little worse by the end the before he sheds that skin. He's like really nasty
0: looking. And so that by the time you get to the reveal, it is Progressed enough that it's very realistic. Right. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a a version of of, um, Cronenberg's fly Mm -hmm. going on in the background with his character. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Vincent D'Onofrio and ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't checked it out, I think it's on Vulture. I think Vulture actually has that that story about oh. him. Uh, about there's a, there's an interview. They actually do like a first person interview with him and Barry Sonnenfeld about mm-hmm. how he built up that character. Oh, wow. Like it, it was it was funny. I saw that maybe like last month, like as I was and oh, I, I guess I need to start learning about Men in Black.
0: And it's like boom, it was right there for me. You know what I mean? Well, I think that's a good way to go into the cultural impact mm-hmm. of this film. Like, I, What's fascinating to me is to watch a film like this cold. Yeah. Which, you know, Ryan, as you said, it, it wasn't well known. It was, you know, we kind of nerded out a little bit and talked about his journey through the comics. This was not something that was on, on people's radar. Right at all. Right. So to see this, this sort of fresh Take yeah. on science fiction is, is something that you know we kind of talk about it. Now. Like how many films do you see that you can tell they've sketched out this is going to be a four part series, and this we're going to sell the lunch boxes, and this that and the other, and it's 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 refreshing. Yeah, well, this is before those days, right?
2: Right. Yeah, it was like a a perfect mashup between like you know the the buddy cop movie that has been you know, such a staple and, and this sci-fi adventure. Um, and, and, you know, speaking of, of Tommy Lee Jones and, and that relationship, it wasn't the, the traditional straight guy and loose cannon. It, right, right. I thought that that's what it that's was. That's what you remember. Right, because, you know, like Tommy Lee Jones has done um, um, The Fugitive and, and um, man... U.S. Marshals. U.S. sequel, Marshall's a sequel but right. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones has has made a career of being this kind of no nonsense, kind of you know deadpan guy that just tells it yeah. like it is and ain't got a whole lot of smiles for anybody. But he was kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember. So like right before he he invites um, um, Will to the you know to the to the test. Right, he's telling this crazy joke and just amusing the hell out of himself, and yes. he's laughing and cracking up. And then he, you know, um, they slide out of there. And then when they they get in the car and in the tunnel, and he's rocking out to Elvis. <laughs> so he just wasn't this this guy who was devoid of a personality, but he was he was a little strange. Yeah,
0: and and not for nothing, that wasn't Elvis's greatest hits. Like he was listening to almost <laughs> yeah, some yeah, obscure yeah. Elvis. I don't even remember what yeah, it, was. it was. Like this guy is kind of weird, but. And, and to, to the purpose of, of this podcast and this talking about blackness, mm-hmm. one of the radical elements of Men in Black is that this is one of the few examples of science fiction where you have, you know, there's this alien world, there's this, there's this, this context that as the viewer we have to be introduced to where the point of view character is black.
1: Mm, yeah. Because
0: yeah. oftentimes the default to humanity, the default to the every man mm. is white.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: right.
0: right. And with Will Smith, you get someone who I mean, he's a hip hop dude. Oh, so like I always say like that line, you know, the difference between me and you is that I make this look good. Yeah. Like there's so much Philly swagger in there. There's so much hip hop in there that this is a young black man who's now been positioned as our character, as the audience. Right. So I've always, you know, argued that there is quietly a little bit of a radical nature to Men in Black. The, 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 it also continues in
1: that while he is a black man, outside of that line about. I make this look good. That's the only thing that maybe even, you know, quote-unquote, you know, comments on him being black because everything else, because usually if you get, like, the black guy in in that situation, i.e. Uh, Eddie Murphy in 48 Hours, they're too cool for school, you know what I mean? Or they're down, know everything. But Will is allowed to be a little thrown about the situation that he's getting into, but also to... Still, um, express his intellect and his intelligence of, and his self awareness of what he's getting into, especially in the in the scene where they're doing the testing and they go into like the shooting gallery, and he's able to you know like just hold off and you know easily comprehensively explain exactly why he only took the one shot. You know, and just shot the young girl in the head because she was an eight-year-old with quantum physics books. Right. And he was like, no, that's some ish. That she's up to something. You know what I mean? And even Deb was like, <clears throat> like he couldn't even. All right, first of all, dial back. Mm. We gotta show some love. Yeah. For Rip Torn, right, who we just baby. lost. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, Rip Torn. This is probably like this and Larry Sanders. Show is where I know the man from. Right. And he was just, and again, he was just, he killed it in this movie as well. But uh, so I just want to make sure we we'll get some love out for Rip, you know, RIP Rip. Uh, but, but, but yeah, that's what I, w- I took from the, the, the radicalness of him being black in this movie. And a lot of people don't know, a lot of people don't know that not only in the comics is his character not black, in, right. his char- in, his, in the comics, his character is a blonde a haired kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't the first choice for the movie. They actually were going to get Chris O'Donnell for oh, the movie, wow. right. but Chris O'Donnell had backed off because he had already done Robin in the Batman movies, right. and he didn't want to pl- play like a sidekick when again. Play,
0: well, that was, that was a bad choice. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Well, Chris
0: O'Donnell is a bad choice. A bad choice. A bad choice. <laughs> wow. Of course, what we always say, Will Smith turned down the Matrix, of berries,
1: so that of he could be in iRobot. No, an I robot? Was it wasn't iRobot. Wild Wild West. It was Wild Wild West. I'm pretty sure it's iRobot. No, 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 no. it wild Wild West. <laughs> Who
0: want to bet some money?
1: Anybody want to <laughs> bet some money? I see, I see three hands right. up there.
0: Three hands. All right. Write it down. Write it down. Will Smith turned down The Matrix. Because of iRobot.
1: We, we've we've got our fact checker okay. in in the
0: right. in the audience, George Kamona, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure he's... George Kamona, ladies and gentlemen, in beautiful in the in the beautiful dressing gown, the beautiful gown, is, the beautiful yes. evening gown. It's on tape, George. They can't see you. So
1: it's... yeah, so put your legs down, George. There you go.
0: All right. Wow.
1: <laughs> see, I'm trying to help you out. Yeah. <laughs> Go back. Uh Matrix biggest bomb career turn down biggest bomb. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because we're we're recording this. Can you come down? Come come on down. We got come from the audience. Oh, yeah. get a gentleman a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen a hand. Go ahead. Please, okay, come please. over, come over to this mic. Come over to this mic. Go ahead. What's your name, sir? Uh, Jermaine McLaughlin. Hey Jermaine, how you doing? Hey, What's up,
0: though? On? On. Right, so 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 school, school 'em. Okay, so um, but Will Smith missed out on the role of Neil in the Matrix. Always seemed especially tragic, considering he turned out to star in the biggest bomb hit of his early career, *Wild Wild West*. Payout. Yes. Who are you gonna believe? My <laughs> eyes. Thank you thank you, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. All right. There you go. So I don't like to do stuff in front of people. <laughs> well. You know,
2: so it's it's right, man. Happens to the best of us. It. It's all right.
1: Have you ever missed out on a role? Did you turn down a role that was like, like, did you turn down like
2: Django? Uh, <laughs> nah, not that. W- I missed out on a chance to understudy Avery Brooks. Ooh! Wow! Back in the day in in, uh, in D.C., I had committed to do a um. Committed to do a student film at Howard. Ooh! And, I, and you know, I gave my word, and I do not regret it. That's right, cause your I word. Not, that's right. Do not right. regret. It. I gave Kept my your word, word, and I did that, and uh, I'll bump into Mr. Brooks one of these days, and we'll work together one of these days. I play his, uh another version of Cisco or something.
0: And... <gasps> oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Ease no, go.
1: ease your blurred your blurred cells over there. Blood cells are boiling
0: right now. So, talking about properties, mm-hmm. different properties, you know, I always have to, when, when Men in Black comes up, it gives me an opportunity to talk about m- one of my favorite science fiction curios. Lethal Weapon 2? Lethal Weapon 2, but also Claire Noto's The Tourist. okay. You know, that great script from 1980, which has a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. 2 men in black. In fact, mm. when when Tommy Lee, when Kay says to Jay think about, you know, talking about all the aliens in New York, and he says it's sort of like Casablanca. Yes. But with aliens, I believe that's actually in the tour script. Oh, really? So, you know, regardless of who you believe about who borrowed what from whom or who didn't, I think Men in Black is a great example of these films that came out during this period like you said this is before the, the sort of pre-baked blockbuster right? where you have this really unique point of view and this kind of clear creative through line that works really well but here's the question though
1: Ryan yep. is Men in Black a black film
2: Mm. Okay So here's what I'm thinking And you guys kind of touched on it before That point of view character The eyes that we're We're seeing all of this stuff through Right Is a black man who is Like unabashedly like black You look at what he's wearing How he's wearing it Yes Yes those fashions The confidence that he has Um you know, just the and also confidence with competence, which mm-hmm. was really cool to see that he wasn't just this kind of, you know, fast talking dude with all of the bravado in the world but keeps getting shown that he doesn't know anything. You know, he was yeah. he was very competent um at, at his job. So, um and wait, Barry Sonnenfeld, he's not it's not a brother, right? No, no. no, okay. I'm joking. Come on. <laughs> stop. stop it, stop it. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, yeah, it's not a black director. Um, the film doesn't necessarily, like on its face, like really speak to the black experience. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe we can do a deep dive and 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 extrapolate find some, some, some themes. I'm sure we could if we tried. But just that that point of view character, and um, and just the the way that that. You know, Will got down the way he moved, the way he he spoke and, and which never never changed. I mean, and in, in in the end it was funny because I forgot that he switched the suit up.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. At the end, right? Because you know, when we see him the next time it's the traditional suit again. <laughs> right, but right. I'm like, he, he looked like Neo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks like he looks like Neo. Yeah. At the, in the in the last scene. But yeah, I just I just thought that um perhaps because that's the situation that we're we're, you know, going through this with with this man who's wearing these, you know, wearing these uh, the, the 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 orange um, uh, overalls or cover. What? what? No, it wasn't overalls. He had an
1: orange like jacket. It was like a
2: no. Oh, it, was it was like a, a jumpsuit. And he, and he had the he had oh, the that's right, on, right, 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 right. Because right. he had a tie yeah. down. Right. And, right. and then uh, I think the next scene we see him at the at the test. You know, he's got his tims on. Yeah, you know, and yes. The big red leather you know jacket and, and then we I don't know what he had on when he. Yeah, I don't know what that, that, that yellow and gray, shack, black, yeah. Shaq sneakers and everything. Yeah, so, that wasn't yeah, just, that was not a good look. I think that, that maybe that is why
0: we can consider this a black film. <laughs> I like how he finished his argument at the end. It was very dramatic.
2: Yeah, it was, it was trying to exude some confidence <laughs> in the argument yeah. right
0: there. A little, a little something. Well, you, you know, mean, I think it's a black film. And I go back to what we usually say if Will Smith's character is white, I think it changes the dynamic in a way. Really? I do because now that alchemy and, put it this way, maybe not Chris O'Donnell because Chris O'Donnell's not that good of an actor. But I think another white. This actor, is not news, ladies and gentlemen. I was about to say, did I say something crazy? <laughs> I think, another, I think a white actor playing that role, I don't know how much we talk about men in black in 2019.
1: Okay, okay.
0: And I think part of that comes from the racial construction of that character. Mm. One of those other characters, you know, you talked about the test scene, which is a great scene, yeah. where, you know, these are the best of the best, and they're straight-laced, and they're military, and this, that, and the other... But as you said will smith is not just mouth right you know he's he's an nypd detective throughout the film he shows that he's competent Mm -hmm. and he's a hip-hop dude like this is not a character that we've seen that often if Mm -hmm. at all so if you see if you if you have a character that we have seen you know Mm -hmm. it's it's i mean it's a well-made film Right. You know, we right. might talk about the make. You know, you talk about Rick Baker. We'll talk about the makeup. But I don't think it becomes the phenomenon that it becomes. So,
1: see, I go back and forth on this because at one time I thought that there was certain films starring Will Smith and even um, Denzel Washington right. that I wouldn't necessarily consider black films as just a movie starring them. Mm-hmm. And Men in Black was one of the ones that kind of like fell into that wheelhouse. As well as Independence Day, because as much as he's a star in that, that's very much an ensemble movie. And I will go
0: along with you on Independence Day. Right,
1: because that's really, like, Independence Day is like really hardcore ensemble. And he's like a
0: straight laced military pilot alpha male guy. Right, right.
1: But I think I land on, you know, after doing, like, this mission for so long, I think I land on even the show, the movies that I thought maybe didn't feel like black films, they're still black films. Because at the end of the day, they star a black person. A black person is the reason why these movies either got made or are as successful as they were, such in the case with Men in Black. Um, And I think that the beautiful thing about something like Men and men in black is that it can live in that sci fi genre where you know race people sometimes kind of like put turn a, uh, a blind eye to, thankfully. Um, but it can also live in black films, it can also live in comedy, it can also live in, in action. Um, but it but it lives in all of those areas
0: because of the black man at the top of the bill, and that is Will Smith, and not for nothing. You know, I'm going to keep going back to using hip hop as a line of demarcation. This is not a case of 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 an earlier generation where you know you had a Sidney Poitier or Harry Belafonte, like we always talk about, where they had to work so hard to mask any indication of blackness. Yeah. Like this is a hip hop dude. Yeah. yeah. So you know, not only is it a you know, as you said, an actual black man making it, but this is a black man with these fully realized cultural markers of blackness. So
2: yeah, and and you know, the the scene, even though Tommy Lee Jones is, is I think the one who who owned <laughs> this scene, but when after he gets that suit on and Will goes and like, look, man, I'm a, he's basically laying down the law, like you know um i'm not going to be answering to you know, yeah. <laughs> junior son sport you know even though tommy like, yeah all right, all right slim <laughs> but it, okay. but, on, slim. but just the yeah just the fact that that he he approached tommy lee jones like that like it was almost i don't know like you can argue is is will does will represent hip hop it's no question he's an actor, right? But, right, but right. like the debate, you know. But was he really hip hop? That's, you know, do make your own decision on that, right? Right. But he was hip hop in Men in Black. Yes. Right. You know, every from from like jumping on the bus in that first scene. You know yes. it used To be raining black people. In New York. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, right. but but just the 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 I hate using the word, but the the the, the swagger that that he had. Um, the you know the confidence and, and again the the competence he was good at it he knew it right. and he wasn't um you know he's going into this 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 new completely new mind blowing uh, world but like look I'm gonna do it on my terms right um, and you know what was what was funny I didn't really watching this movie again like we commented before this movie moved. Mm-hmm, this was mm-hmm. this was a quick a quick watch but the moment when um he has to think over like whether or not he's going to yeah. a- accept this 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 job and he was told he was going to have to basically leave everything. everything behind I wondered what is he leaving and 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 t- if if this was a 2019 movie it would have been 2 hours and we probably would have gotten all that backstory right? who yeah. he was like what he was leaving what he was willing to leave behind and everything so um I mean, that, that could have been interesting to see what, what his world looked like before mm-hmm. he, uh, what, what he actually gave up before he, he put that suit on.
0: Yeah. All
1: right, we, we've only got a little bit more time, but I think it's only fair. We may want to open the floor up if anyone has any questions about Men in Black, about the Mission. You want to talk to Ryan and have a question for him. Feel free. Just raise your hand, and we'll try and take a couple of questions. I'm looking out amongst. I'm scanning the audience. I see one. I see one hand. There's, there's. There, there's a hand. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Your question. <laughs> ma'am, you. Ma'am. <laughs> yes, you, ma'am. Ma'am,
0: me one more time. I have question. My question is actually for Ryan. Um, you said you were, in, you were into art when you were younger. Right. And you were an artist. Mm-hmm. What was your
2: pencils markers um painted a little bit as a kid but um yeah it was primarily I was well you know what it was also scissors and paper bags like making wow I'm like I'm like it's all coming back right Okay, all right so like yeah I would I would cut (laughs) I feel safe here Um, Just letting y'all know, I'm about to, I'm giving this up. But yeah, like, I would get the the, the paper bags and, like, make my Superman shields and cut them off and, you know, make the domino masks and stuff. Like, I would, yeah, yeah, that's, so, yeah, it was mixed, how about mixed media? There you go, there you go.
0: You actually drew a variant. I did for an issue of, of Runaways, the comic book. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. I didn't see
2: that comment. Um, shout out to Emma Fleischer, uh, one of our our producers. Um, uh, she, you know, found out I can draw, and she made some calls I wasn't even aware of. And I got a call from from Nick Lowe at Marvel, and he asked if if I might be interested. I'm like, what? <laughs> I might be interested. What? And, uh, Check your fax machine. <laughs> I mean, talk about nervous. Yeah. And and the crazy thing is like I went to bed that first night and I'm I'm like, you know, just I'm I'm like, man, like second guessing every little pencil mm-hmm. stroke and, mm-hmm. and I drew I drew Jeffrey kind of like he looks in the comic books a little more. Right. And I'm in the bed. I'm like, "Bro, you got a chance to draw yourself on a Marvel cover." <laughs> <laughs> and, so that next morning, I got up and uh, Jeffrey looks a little more like like me, a little bit.
0: Okay. But um, a little yeah, bit. man,
2: that was that was incredible. So, you know, hopefully there's there's a little more of that in in my future. So, we'll see. See, that's
0: cool.
1: Yeah. That's dope, man. It's very cool. Vince, did you cut up uh um, you make any crafty things when you were I, I didn't. Know. No.
0: I was never crafty like that. <laughs> you know what it is? Oh. I don't I don't like stuff on my fingers so like the glue and the like like I I was a weird kid like that like I didn't so like and then the little pieces of paper and so. y'all need to know when I listen to the podcast
2: I I, I told you before like there's about two or three quotes a show that I'm like, I'm a, I want to bring up later, and of course, you know, I get busy, I forget, but I don't like stuff on my fingers.
0: I <laughs> don't you know how to glue, because, like, yeah, you're, and a little... right, right, you know, you're doing the stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, I was never that kid. Mm. I was <laughs> never that kid. I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. How come Ryan can feel safe, but I can't feel safe <laughs> No judgment. No, I'm sorry. No judgment, though. Okay. No judgment, any other <laughs> it's
2: going on the bingo.
1: <laughs> <It's going> on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I meant to tell you, Vince. You mentioned uh, Michelle M- Mission Bingo. Yes. On. Apparently, the missionaries
0: are, are taking upon themselves days. to yeah. create a Michelle Mission Missionary. Bingo. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, it's going There's to be something insane. else. You put that in, on, like, a corner or something. I don't like the stuff on my face. Oh. I don't really do barbecue chicken. And, like, this is a real thing in my oh. house. What? How you Chicken, look, I'm not going to say I don't do it, but if you I do it with it, a fork no. and knife, but I commit like, if we're going to do this, like, 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 this is look,
1: <laughs>
0: today we are doing barbecue chicken, and I it's a whole prep thing because a I don't, prep, what you got, gloves? Well, I don't have gloves, but like, I, I have to get my head space right, no light colored clothing, <laughs> right? Or, and yeah. and you know, now I'm like, okay, now my hands have stuff on them. <laughs>
2: I wish this was a video this had a video <laughs> right here to see
1: these hand motions. Oh my god. So so
0: that kept me from being an arts and craft kid. Okay. Thank you. Although and then we can move on. My first job, my first like professional job, not like you know, around, you know, cutting grass and everything. Gift wrap. Oh I was a gift rapper at a department store. Wow, you that's a true story I'm a magnificent gift rapper got skill? <laughs> okay it's <That's> a true story <laughs> so that's is that is that crafty that is, very <laughs> that is crafty, crafty. Is that's the that crafty? Crafty? definition is that, of crafty is that crafty, crafty? Like, that's yes. crafty like if you can take the scissors and okay. do the little like swirl I can I, I can I actually can there you go you're crafty Yes. Yeah. you're craft okay.
2: master that's what you are
0: okay I don't have that gift you, okay you, you, you well, do I freelance you, work I mean see if if Nick Lowe needs somebody to do gift wrapping <laughs> I'll see what I can do
1: hey, take, yeah. take your shot <laughs> We have time for one more question Let's, Please take us from Where we are If there's any a, a, any other questions No other question. I'm scanning Okay, alright, alright, doesn't look like there's any other questions Well you've shut it down again, Vince
0: I'm just following the flow of the conversation You asked me about arts and crafts That's
2: very true, I did what about you? You crafty.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, I'm a little. I'm, you know, like I do art. I do. I do. Like I draw mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I do. But um, uh, I, I, okay. Come on. This is safe place. Yeah. So I didn't like cut. I'm a Batman head, but I didn't cut like like Batman shields or anything like that. But me and my cousin, we loved cop shows. Okay. So when my cousin, my cousin Tony would come spend the night over my house, we would we would be detectives. Um, but we didn't have like like a suit or anything like that. So we just wore our bathrobes <laughs> and we were detective naked. And <laughs> we just
2: What? Where we, is
1: we, we would Detective Nick? We, we would be detective naked and my sister would be coming up the stairs, and we'd appear at the top of the st- stairs like, stop, you're under arrest by Detective Naked. And we'd do a dance, and then we <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Y'all want to hear some more about my glue now, don't you? <laughs> now suddenly the glue isn't so bad. And you would... How? We were you, so you said you're 17? <laughs>
1: Thank you <laughs> thank you ladies and gentlemen for uh, um, uh, sticking by and, and checking this out um oh God, God I'm done <laughs> thank you so much thank you for, so much thank you to blurred city con yes, for welcoming yes, thank you for us, you blurred city. us here yeah uh, and, and thank you
0: Ryan Sands Ryan, thank you so it? much for I'm glad we could actually
2: pull it off. I'm so glad. It has been a pleasure. Um, thank you guys for allowing us to sit in on, on your conversation every week, allowing us to eavesdrop a little bit. Um, yeah, you guys are, are, are the best. So I'm just glad this was able to work and hope it ain't the last time. Oh,
0: absolutely. Not. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. it's not. Okay. And where can we hear from you, reach you?
2: Talk to you. Um, basically, I'm I'm not the best with social media, but so it's probably the easiest to catch me on Instagram um, at the Ryan Sands, and just uh, keep an eye out for season three of Marvel's
1: Runaways coming later this fall. Okay, that's cool. nice right on Hulu. Yes, yes, on Hulu, right? And I, I know them Disney checks looking nice, ain't they? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I mean, what's he going to say? No, I'm going to start my renegotiation right now. I'm
2: very happy with my employer. There you go. I feel like a valued employee, and
1: they treat me very nicely. They, they, that's right. That's how you do it on a recorded that's medium, ladies that's and gentlemen. right. <laughs> All right, and the show Mich- mission, which Micho is M-I-C-H-E-A-U-M. X. You can find on all social medias at Me Mission, that means Instagram, Twitter, as well as on Facebook. And join the Me Show Mission Facebook group where we have a whole lot of fun bouncing with our, our missionary fans. We have a, a, a great time there yeah. uh, in just bugging. It, it, it's insane. Uh, thank you so much for checking out our show. Go to MichelleMission.com, any place you find podcasts. There's 167 episodes.
0: We, we, we've been doing this for a minute. And we've got more to come. More to come. More to come, ladies and gentlemen. Are, are we uh, officially counting down to 200? I guess once we get to 175, we'll say we're. We'll start counting down to 200. Like, down what down. should we do for 200? I don't know. We'll
1: talk. Uh, maybe we'll get Ryan
0: back. Maybe we'll bring Ryan back. We'll Maybe i also bring Ryan,
1: baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I, I think that's it. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I'm Vince. He's Ryan. That's Len. I jacked that up. But in parting, we say we'll see you when it's time to meet again. Thank you.